Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to the latest episode of making sense hey everybody welcome back it's Teresa, and it's erica and keelan will not be with us today as he is doing work stuff and pretty much taking care of the children yeah he said he's on a bus with like 40 children so honestly let's just have a moment of silence for keelan dunnigan and his brain and his head and let's pray he doesn't go crazy on these children Amen. Moment of silence. All right. Well, now that we've honored our friend Keelan and his uh, his uh, perseverance, let's go ahead and get started with today. So this month we're doing something really fun. And we all know that the holidays are coming up. Christmas um, is a big holiday in our American tradition. So Erica had the coolest idea of why not use this month to make sense of other holidays that fall within the same realm of Christmas. Yeah, I was um, thinking about it. And I recently have met a Jewish person who celebrates Hanukkah. Uh And I was like, I want to know more about Hanukkah. Like, that's so cool. And then there's Kwanzaa and then there's other holidays um, that other religions celebrate. And I'm like, usually, you know, I mean, we're Christians, so we focus mostly on Christmas. And I'm like, I want to know the info about the other holidays. Well, let's get started then, because... um... I think that that's something super important to know. I think I always, the only time I've ever, and today, just so you know, like we're talking specifically about Hanukkah. Um, And so all I've ever seen pretty much about Hanukkah is like the dreidels. Yes. (laughs) And then in Papa culture, we do the candles and then you know that they get like a present every day. Yeah, and I remember when I was younger, I was so jealous because they would get presents every day. And I'm like, why do you get presents every day? And I only get presents one day. But then <laughs> I I learned, like, it's religious reasons and not they're getting presents. Exactly. Um, and there's actually, like, a really, like, deep history surrounded by Hanukkah. Um, and then just kind of, like what it entails so like some keywords that you're going to hear us say is one like the menorah and the menorah is pretty much the candle stand that's light that's lit every night um and each um night represents something different and you'll also hear us say hanukkah or chanaka which if you're jewish and i'm not pronouncing that right please let me know uh but i didn't know that it was also called chanaka um, and also the pretty much how Hanukkah came to be, there's two different stories that I was like reading about. And one of them dealt with like the Hanukkah miracle. And so most of our mainstream, um, American population probably knows about how, um, 
they went to go light the candle. They didn't have enough olive oil. And so they were able to, they thought they were only going to be able to light it for one night. But then miraculously that oil lasted for a total of eight days. And then they began to notice it as a yearly eight day festival because they said that pretty much God allowed it to last for as long as it did. Was I'm just like impressed because to me, it's like, it's like, you know how in our culture, Jesus took the little bit of bread and the little bit of mm-hmm. fish and fed like thousands. I feel like it's the same type of situation because yeah. it's like you took this little bit of olive oil and you made a candle last for eight days, even though there was only enough to make it last for one. So that, yeah, that's impressive to me. I mean, it really goes to. Mm-hmm. They were like pretty much it's like the flame continued to flicker for eight nights and then it left them time to find like a fresh supply, which is a really beautiful story. And I love it. And then there's like another interpretation that's kind of more of like the historian view. Now, again, this is an interpretation. Right. I don't want either one could be the true story. Um, and, you know, like Hanukkah pretty much was a celebration. If you don't know, like during the 200 BC, Ju- Judea was taken over by Syria. Um, and at first they were allowed to worship and celebrate their religion. But right around um, the time that the original king had died, his son had taken over and he pretty much, the son pretty much said, okay, you guys can't worship your God anymore. You need to worship Greek gods. They went to the second temple that was built by the um, Jewish people and pretty much desecrated it and built altars for Zeus. And so there was this ongoing battle for about two to three years where um, I love this person's name. His name is Judah Maccabee, but he was also known as Dahama. Um, yes, I love that. that humor down. That's a freaking superhero name. Uh, he was known as the Hammer. Um, and within two years, him his revolt and his rebellion had driven the Syrians out. Um, and they relied mainly on like guerrilla warfare. Um, So from there, you know, they built the second temple, they rebuilt the altars, they lit the menorah, um, and then that gold uh, candle, I think it's called a candelabrum. I don't know how to pronounce it. Candelabrum is the thing that holds the candles. Candelabra, I think. Candelabra? Candelabra. Okay. We're just going to say I don't know how to say that word. Um, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's like the seven branches that represent knowledge and creation. Um, and they were, and those are where the candles meant, were meant to burn every night during their uh, celebration. So fast forward to the interpretation. Um, some historians believe that the Hanukkah tale was radically different, meaning that um, while Jerusalem was under the rule of Syria, there, there was a civil war that erupted, and it was between two groups of Jewish people. Um, one of those who had, like, assimilated to the dominant culture, they were worshiping, and they adopted, like, the Greek and Syrian customs, and then those right. who were traditionalists. And the traditionalists, you know, believed in the sacred rituals and the sacred religion of the Jewish faith. 
And pretty much they believe that a war had broke out between the actual Jews where the traditionalists drove out those who had assimilated to the customs of the Syrian empire. So it was like a wrestling for control. And then they believe like the first Hanukkah may have um, happened after the celebration of, I think it's a cot. Um, and this is just where the Jews had the chance to observe um, dur- during Maccabean's revolt. So it was more of like an observation and like pretty much them saying that they don't think the candle thing happened. So on the one hand, we have the candle. They lit the candle. It lasted for eight days. That's how Hanukkah started. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, we have there was this revolt and Hanukkah started as a celebration of the winning of the revolt yes, or like a rem- remembrance of the, the revolt that happened. Yes. Um, right. Because they believe that it, it pretty much their most important holiday, which is the consists of seven days of feasting prayers and festivals. And that Hanukkah um, pretty much was a connection or a after celebration of that original celebration. So, I mean, that makes sense. Where yeah. does the menorah and that stuff come in in today's realm? Like, obviously, we're not. I feel like today it's less about the celebration. And because for me, I feel like most people are lighting the candles as like significance. And like you said earlier, that each mm-hmm. candle something different Mm -hmm. so I honestly don't know because I'm not Jewish and I never really celebrated Hanukkah Um, but one big thing is like with the Hanukkah tradition um, we're just reading the celebration revolves around the kindling of nine branched menorah known as the known to the Hebrews as Hanukkah and it's H-A-N-U-K-I-A-H instead of the KH. Um, and then like each of the holidays, eight nights, another is called another candles added, um, after sundown. So, and that's the Samash. So pretty much it's the eight candles and each night after sundown, they light another candle. And I wonder if it's just in the remembrance. So it's more of like a a remembrance and an honoring. Um, so I read said, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Something I read said that the eight candles symbolized the number of days that the temple lantern blazed, mm-hmm. and the ninth is called the Shamish, which is the helper candle, and this yes. candle is used to light all the other candles, which yes. is what you're saying. But basically, like, families light one candle on the first night, two on the second night, and so on and so forth, which obviously they don't leave the candle burning all the time, but... The ChrisTopProgram.com, bringing dorks of the world together under one roof. I'm Chris Top of the Chris Top Program, and you're listening to Making Sense. So yeah, no, you're t- you're you're definitely right. So, like you said, like each night has a different set of candles. Um, they use the helper candle um, after sun after sundown. And then something that I also read is that they recite like blessings during this ritual. Um, and display the menorah like in a prominent window 
um, just so that it's a reminder to others of the miracle that was that like inspired this holiday. Right. So it's the sense of like how we display our Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Except- they are displaying the candle. I think their candle has more significance than our tree. <laughs> Just saying. That's true, yeah. yeah. Way, well, yeah, way more significant. Um, yes. Which I know some people, they can either buy their menorah, like, store-bought, or they can home home make it, which I feel like if you homemade one, that would, that would uh-huh. be a lot more, like, significant. Like, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into making this, and then... Uh, and then I know another thing, which I think is important is that when they light the candles, they always light it from right to left. So, but each new candle is lit before the previous day's candle. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's some technicalities in here. I know. I'm like, you, you got to be specific. Like, what happens if I don't light it that way? I guess maybe it's like a spiritual type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what about the dreidel? Oh, yeah, I've seen the dreidel. I actually, let me see. I don't know if I, I have know. very much. It just when I was reading, it just was like the dreidel is one of the gifts that's given. Yeah, I, so this says that as you were talking about, like, the blessings, they also do, like, sing songs, and Mm -hmm. one of the songs is about dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay, and when it's dry and ready, dreidel, I shall play, and that's, like, a song that they sing, but I guess it's, like, a top with the cans of the dreidel. Look, we're doing research live on the show. <laughs> Keelan's not here, and Keelan is our... History buff. Yes. Well, I'll also tell you, I don't know much about the dreidel and its significance, um, but something that I saw that was really interesting, um, known as it's known as like the silent holiday, holiday, and it's one of the only Jewish holidays that's not mentioned in the 24 books of the Bible. What is it? Um, so it's just not mentioned. It's one of the holidays that's not mentioned. Um, oh. And they said that's because the canon was sealed by the men of the Great Assembly who flourished two centuries before the Chanukah miracle. Um, so it's just not mentioned throughout the text. Okay, I found info on the dreidel. All right. Um, now, the letters on the dreidel are the first letters in a Hebrew phrase, which means a great miracle happened there. Wow. There being the land of Israel. And in Israel, the letter pay for the Hebrew word P-O, meaning here, replaces mm-hmm. the letter shin to spell out a great miracle happened here. Yes. Um, and then... There's several ways to play. I guess it's a game. So it's a spinning competition to see whose dreidel can spin the longest. Mm. If spinning your dreidel on the floor or table seems too old-fashioned for you, sometimes they up the ante by investing in this spinagogue, which is like a synagogue for your dreidel. 
Also, um, because we live in American society, they do have dreidel drinking games. So, <laughs> if you are interested. All right. So, let me look. I want to see what other gifts they typically do. Yeah. Oh, also, I just read this and I'm shook, but the world record for the number of dreidel spins is 820 simultaneous spins for 10 seconds. I wonder if you win something. Like, what do you... I mean, it was a Boy Scout jamboree in West Virginia where this guy, like, won. Okay. I do know some things, like, that are important to Hanukkah, like some other Hanukkah traditions, are they have really yummy fried treats? Yes, I was reading that too. It made me hungry. Yeah, so. I, mean, I know. I need lunch. <laughs> so I know that they do, which I was so excited for Keelan to be here because one of, like, most of their foods are fried in oil. And one of the significant ones is like potato pancakes. I know. I'm like, Keelan, this is, this is for you. Mm-hmm. So like potato pancakes. They also do like a jam-filled donut. Um, I do not know how to pronounce those names, and I don't want to butcher them because they have like specific names. Oh yeah, I'm. I think I'm reading the same article, but um, <laughs> no idea how to say that. Mm-mm. No, I'm not gonna try. I was gonna try it. Yeah. No. Also, it looks like they another tradition is handing out of gelt which is the Yiddish word for money during Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. Um, And they say that this dates back to the 17th century. And this practice is most likely a nod to the fact that the only time Jews were historically free to make their own coins in their own state was during the Maccabean revolt. Mm. Um, So the coins distributed during Hanukkah, and sometimes it's like real gold coins or it's those like chocolate covered coins, mm. which please give me real money. I don't want no chocolate. Um, <laughs> it's basically a representation of like Jewish independence because mm. when during this revolt, which is like some believe is why we celebrate Hanukkah, it represented independence because they were able to mint their own money as opposed to when they were under other rules. And you said that the coins were called gelt? Yeah, G-E-L-T. Mm. I could be pronouncing it wrong, but it's a Yiddish word for money. And then just so that people know, like, when this holiday is celebrated. So, like, it's gotten some prominence um, in the last year. In the, not the last couple of years, but like in the last couple of centuries, because it falls so closely to Christmas. But usually it can be celebrated either in November or in December. And this year um, it's going to be from December 10th through December 18th. Yes, so, which is why for our episode, so this episode's going to air December 7th, so tomorrow, um, which means Hanukkah is going to start on Thursday. So any of our people that are interested in learning about it, listen to this episode and then start Hanukkah on Thursday. Yes. Well, that's all we've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Making Sense the Podcast. I hope that you are having a wonderful holiday season and remember to stay safe and protect yourself. Also, we did our drawing for our person who, um, after we reached our 
what was it, 5,000 subscribers? Yes. Yes. So we've done that, and that person has been named on our Facebook page, and I believe they've already responded. So thank yes. you so much to everybody who has supported us, um, who's listened to us, and hopefully in the next couple months we can go from 5,000 to 10,000. We are already really close to 7,000, so... Whoop, whoop. So keep subscribing. Possibility. Keep telling your friends and keep listening to us. Have a wonderful day, guys. See you later. Like us on Facebook, Making Sense, the podcast. It only makes sense to subscribe on your favorite platform. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.